can we have a zombie sh- musical show one day where we just all sing the entire show? Do you, you want to hear me sing? <laughs> Do you want to lose all our subscribers? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, that's a bad idea. Welcome <laughs> to Zombies in My Podcast. <laughs> You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello and welcome back to this week's Zombies Ate My Podcast. I am Bob Fournier, and joining me as always, my fellow survivors from around the world, underground in a secure location, Mr. Lou Page. Howdy, howdy, howdy. How's it going, Lou? You got your coffee in this morning? Uh, eventually. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> All right. And uh, keeping the borders safe north of the wall, the one and only, the none other than the hairy Canadian you forgot Ryan my name. Murphy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were stalling. I was like, where's his name? I don't know. It's not written down. It's one of those mornings. Um, it's, it's a Saturday it, afternoon. It is. Well, yeah, I was just going to say. I was like, no, it's not. It's still the morning. No, it's not. We're getting there. Yeah, Canada's pretty safe up here, guys. So if uh, shit goes down in the States, you're welcome to come you're up. Wel- oh, okay. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I, I did it. We're so uh, polite. Polite. <laughs> Speaking of police, um, I had a thought today, and I wanted to ask you guys a really tough question. And uh, my morning was all about being all sorts of screwed up, and it got me to thinking about zombie invasions, as it usually does. So my thought to you is, what are you going to miss most when the zombie outbreak happens? Like, we're already, you know, months and months down in the zombie apocalypse. Things aren't like they should be. What do you miss most? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, like just the, just like, even like, I mean, a cell phone probably won't work that long, right? Cause towers won't be maintenanced and bills won't be paid and stuff. So you won't be able to use your cell phone. That's gonna, the amount of people that use cell phones on a daily basis to keep themselves going, you're going to miss that, right? I feel like there's um, something bigger than what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it anyways, like new video games. Yeah. There's probably something bigger, Ryan. <laughs> No, you know what I mean? I'll, <laughs> it seems I'll, very shallow. I'll be honest. The thing I'm going to miss most would be computers. Yeah. Because my everyday life revolves around, at some point, I spend like four hours in front of a computer doing something. Whether it be my I, I mean, my day job, I sit in front of a computer all day. Uh, I come home and I spend half my evening looking crap up on the internet. And all of that would go away. Yeah. So, I mean, my whole lifestyle would change. My cell phone, I could give a rat's ass less. <laughs> it, it, it means less people to nag me. That's true. But just like, <clears throat> like with, I was thinking about it earlier, like with a car or whatever, you can probably get by without having a transportation after a while. You'll get used to walking, unless it's one million degrees out like it is right now. <laughs> um, I live life without a car already, so it th- doesn't bother a, me. But there's small stuff that you won't ever be able to do again, you know, and like some of it to keep you safe. I mean, I just keep thinking about my cell phone and how often I use it to keep in touch with my work life, my real life. Like, it's on me at all times, <laughs> and I wouldn't be able to use it. I'd probably be lost. I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those guys. 
Yeah, my my cell phone is is constantly uh, feeding me information about the real world, and I use it for pretty much everything. So sometimes I'll even use it as a computer. I mean, that, that that's just how advanced they are. But uh, are we got to be thinking like like maybe fast food? That seems shallow that's too. A, that's a shallow. But uh, seriously, when you think about it, though, because you'll be electricity. able to. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a big one. Clean water. <laughs> oh my! Yep, that's mine. Clean water. There's clean nothing water. better than a nice, cool glass of water. No matter what you put in front of somebody, like it. Yeah, water. Come Water's on. good. Like, but there's there's things that you can get by. Like, if you want to take a bath or a shower or whatever, you can go find a river or a stream in the zombie apocalypse. There's one get- down the street for me. That's good. <laughs> a shower? Apparently, apparently you've already used it. <laughs> no, but, I plan ahead. I live five oh minutes my. from a river. I live uh, five minutes from a National Guard station. I live five minutes from a grocery store. I, 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 in any way, shape, or form, I am near a fallout shelter and everything else. So when the shit hits the fan, I'm safe. So yeah. I, I just imagine Lou is like, all right, honey, this weekend we're going to do a mock shower at the stream down the street. <laughs> what? Oh, put your clothes back on. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we'll wash our clothes upstream. <laughs> yeah, it's just the small stuff, though. Like you said, like even like buying new video games or waiting for like the next big Steam sale. Like There's stuff <laughs> that you're going to end up missing during a zombie invasion that, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Because like, you can get by. You'll You'll be able to survive with living off the fat of the lands and, you know, getting places. But it's the small stuff, like being able to make a phone call to someone to tell them where you are or see what's going on and how things look. And I don't know. It just it's just struck me as, what do, I, what do I miss most? Like, what small little thing in my life do I take for granted now? Yeah. No. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, small things that really aren't essential to life that we'll miss. But I think after, uh, you know, a year in the zombie apocalypse, it just – it. It won't bother you because you're just trying it, to survive. It, it, it makes you realize how charmed a life we all have. And now, now I'm thinking, <laughs> what do I do in in the next year after zombie survival? I don't have those video games. I have to go back to board games and card games, right? What oh board, what board game do I pick to play? Monopoly. Risk? No, Monopoly walking... takes forever. Monopoly, the Walking Dead version. Trivial it's very Pursuit. Ooh, <laughs> Trivial Pursuit. Um, I'm trying to you gotta you gotta play a quiet board game because you can't yeah. be loud so you wouldn't be able to play like Yahtzee. So- <laughs> Yahtzee. you couldn't play sorry you couldn't play checkers um yeah like chess uh maybe like anything with dice it would have to be a card game maybe it solitaire because you can't you wouldn't get angry alone <laughs> well i didn't mean it like that or, you couldn't play crib because those things get stuck in the wood block and then you're like Ah, pretty, just, pretty sure it's called cribbage, and I don't know how to play anyway. Well, you short form crib. Oh, I thought that's a place where you lived. Just I, raid your local uh, board game store. We there's, they, they're all over the place now. Most malls have them. You'll find something that'll keep you busy for a while. Catan, <clears throat> huh? We'll play Catan. What's Catan? You've never played Catan? Can- no. Yeah, Settlers of Catan. I, I played Munchkin. You guys play Munchkin? No. Yes. That's pretty fun. You know, it's always great with Catan. It's like, oh, I'll trade you a couple pieces of wood for your sheep. It's like, ah, that's funny. Yeah, sounds like a great game. Well, that's just know. a joke. Yeah. <laughs> a bad joke. Well, you know what? That's just some food for thought. Um, just something I was pondering uh, early on a Sunday, Saturday morning. <laughs> sounds like a song. 
Um, but this week's Zombies Anime Podcast, we have a news-filled show that we have to get right into. Mm. And um, we are going to fill your ear holes with so much zombie news. has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. Shout out first. Little shout out to um, a little website called departmentofzombiedefense.com. These guys mean business. Uh, it's a website um, dedicated to those. Um, they are an elite organization dedicated to the eradication of zombies and defending the human race. One bullet at a time. Um, they do all sorts of things too. Like they, I mean, they have events. They go to they do go to different cons. They have um, there's a little video up on their website too. They have, I mean, they even have a store. They sell patches, and it's the DOZD. I mean, I think the only issue I have with this website is that it looks like it was made in 1999. Yeah, it looks like it was made Thank off you of for a, saying that. I was about to say, um, GeoCities. GeoCities. Angel oh, Fire. Yeah. We're so um, negative. I mean, yeah, it, it's a great yeah. idea. It's just, I mean, WordPress. Come on, guys. I mean, no, it's so serious. Uh, um, well, it's cool, though, because, like, they have recruitment. You can be, you know, part of the zombie initiative, and um, they have their own team. They have a whole history up on their website, and they even have, like, some fun stuff. Like, um, you know, they have, like, from the different members, like, what celebrity do you want to Would you most want to eat? Taylor Swift. How do you like your brains prepared? Raw. Okay, those aren't that funny, but... Um, That's weird. <clears throat> the one below is, who would you like to eat most is Justin Bieber. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. It's okay. I've heard it both ways. But you know what, though? It's it's cool. They have events and everything like that. It's cool to see all these pictures of them going to different cons, totally dressed up and ready to kill some zombies. And I, I, I think they are probably the most serious people I've seen out here. They got pictures of of the people who are actually in the defense force, and uh, they take this very se- seriously. A lot of them have like SWAT sort of, um, oh shit, what's the word? Uh, got, uh, bulletproof uh, vests. Yes, thank you. They have like SWAT gear, but it has like <laughs> DZOD on the back of it. Or D- yeah, that's crazy. I think that's these 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 guys take it a little too seriously. Well, they I all bet. have guns. They all have like real guns. Actually, no, wait, yeah. yeah. It's a, their favorite yeah. weapon. One guy has a sniper rifle. <laughs> if you look at most of the guns they're holding in the in some most of those photos, they have orange ends on them. Those mean they're airsoft guns. They're not real. Oh. You've been, you've been learned. Um, <clears throat> seriously, though, go, go check out the website. I mean, it's not the greatest looking website, but I like these guys. I like what they're doing, and I like how serious they take it. It is um, departmentofzombiedefense.com. And uh, we're going to take it over to Memphis, Tennessee for the zombie walk. Lou, what'd you hear about that? So apparently, Memphis, Tennessee had a zombie walk. I don't know what it is about zombie walks, but every country in America is now having a zombie walk. Yeah. That's crazy. We we even have in Canada we have uh, we have zombie walks too and um, there's a big one in Toronto but uh, they have one locally as well and it was like I think like twelve people but um, I, I think this is this is great I don't know if I'd want to participate but I think I would love to go and watch the event yeah I mean don't get me wrong too like these guys that did like dressing people up as zombies they did a pretty good job oh like these, some, yeah. some of the zombie makeup was very detailed it looked great really. I like the I mean, giant zombie that's in the I know, start of the video. He's like he's like fifteen feet tall. Well, it <laughs> reminds me of like you, you know the you have the guy uh, and it's like a puppet kind of you know 
It's yeah. really cool. And it's, it's creepy, too. Dude, zombies on stilts. My, my it, number one nightmare now. It reminds <laughs> me that the local uh, park here in Maine does a zombie kickball game. And people come to play kickball dressed up as zombies. And I need to figure out what day that is because I think there's going to be a photo shoot. Nice. And I oh. want some photos. Yeah. Yes. I want you to play kickball with some zombies too. <clears throat> That'd be pretty cool. Do that. I, I want to – wait. You know what would be funny is if uh, – I know in a movie they do this, but uh, you guys ever see that Simpsons episode where – uh, it's a football game, and the guy really hurts his leg, but he still decides to do the kick, and then his leg flies off when he does the <laughs> kick. I would have loved to see like someone do that, recreate it at the zombie kickball game. Lou, you Hold have on. a mission. Chop somebody's leg off. They, there Woo. are videos on YouTube of previous zombie kickball games. And just when I say there's zombie kickball games, I really mean there's zombie kickball games. These people aren't like trying to play kickball. Somebody rolls the ball, and then the zombie stumbles to first ba- first base. The outfielders stumble into each other like they're <laughs> zombies. They throw the ball wrong. And there'll even be an outfielder that just kind of wanders around in a circle like a zombie. These people take it way too seriously. It's awesome. I, I also have a story about stumbling onto first base, but I think that's for a different show. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. we, you know what we haven't talked about in a while too is uh, the Walking Dead, and uh, it's a it's a big fun favorite here on the Zombies Ate My Podcast. So we do have a little bit of Walking Dead news, and first it's going to be the um, the zombies invade the Barbie Beach. Ryan, do you know about this? Uh, I know about the zombie uh, tr- the zombie Barbies, but what's a Barbie Beach? Is that a thing? <laughs> Is it like an exhibit or something? I couldn't quite figure it out from the article, but when you read the article, it doesn't really give you any sort of. Um, I just idea. assume there's a beach where there's a bunch of Barbies and they're like exhibits set up, and then I guess uh, the uh, shoot the uh, artists, the guys yeah. who make the the zombies, special effects guys. Thank you. Oh my God, words, people, special effects guys that make the zombies. Uh, look so awesome on The Walking Dead. They've actually taken these um, Barbie dolls and zombified them. Um, and they put them on this beach. And they look really creepy. They look like the type of dolls you'd find um, in that uh, weird kid from Toy Story's room. Oh. You know? it, it looks like something you'd find in a serial killer's house. Yeah, except yeah, this was absolutely. made by people who aren't serial killers. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody looking to add to their collection would come and grab one of these because they are creepy. Um, I wouldn't even want them in my room. Like, ugh. Yeah, no, the, those those um, Walking Dead special effects guys, they got some skills because the zombies look absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and um, Speaking of the Walking Dead show, though, there was also a Walking Dead comic book at one point in time. <laughs> there <laughs> still is a of, comic book. I know. I think a lot of people forget about it. And, um, Do you remember when this, we spoiled episode 100? Well, Robert Kirkman was um, on an, in an interview not too long ago, and he actually talked about where the um, Walking Dead series is going. And um, and to put it in a nutshell, it's going from small groups to larger communities. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about that, Lou? I like it. <laughs> I'd much rather see – I mean – that's kind of my gripe with lots of zombie movies. It always ends up being about small groups. And I think that in a real zombie outbreak, that would be the start of it. 
But after years of being on the run, people are going to form larger communities. Yeah. Even cities again. I mean, it's inevitable human behavior. And it, it'll be nice to see if that's what Walking Dead does, is start showing some people in larger groups. I think... And having, yeah. it, having some kind of democratic society again. I think it's good. I mean, you, there's really... There's no need to keep it in the small groups, because eventually... It, it will turn into larger communities and eventually you don't need to tell the story and this is what he was talking about in the article he doesn't need to tell the story about how they got there or what they had to do to get to where they are or why they are or how they act because you just know now so we can get more into characters <clears throat> interacting with each other in the comic book and go straight from there rather than listening and reading to a whole different past you know what i mean like we we learned about rick's past we learned about other people's past we don't have to do that anymore just bring them together and see where they see where they collide from there right i just started back into reading the comic books too um slowly but surely i'm gonna catch up there yeah i was just about to say this is my monthly reminder on the show that i need to uh read those books Um, yeah it's just it feels weird that we are almost uh, a year doing the show and i have yet to uh be caught up on the walking dead comic because like that's like up there with loving zombies like it's if you are a zombie fan you are reading the walking dead am i am i wrong or no we should probably kick you off the show <laughs> that's uh, not the ca- <laughs> that's not the case i'm trying to make here bob <laughs> oh 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 my bad why would i <laughs> all right well see you guys <laughs> well they also asked him about the large communities evolving and destroyed up armies and going from there and uh he said well, maybe we'll get there. I don't know. Uh, he laughed a little and then said, maybe you should pay attention to the news coming out of the Image Expo. So we're going to hear more on where the Walking Dead comic book is going pretty soon, which I think is, um, from what I've been reading up a little past, um, you know, the high number is there. I think the comic book's going in the right direction, and hopefully the show will follow suit pretty soon. Well, I mean, that's... Hopefully. Like, not no spoilers, but, I mean, the TV show feels like it's heading that way anyways. Yeah. So- so we'll see we'll see we you guys did we ever talk about the toy story versus the walking dead i think we had it in our queue for news but i don't think we ever did talk about it i just just hit my head for some reason with the toy story talk <laughs> but anyway uh right have you ever read the bible uh not through and through but i did go to i was basically raised as a catholic <laughs> so i know of the bible <laughs> Did you ever read the zombie Bible? <laughs> no, but I'm pretty sure I would have paid more attention if that's what they were teaching. So we have an artist, uh, artist, an author <laughs> on Kickstarter, and I guess the authors are some sort of artists when you think about it. Um, he's now writing, I believe, his sixth book in a zombie Bible series, um, looking to get it funded right now. The book is called uh, The Zombie Bible Against the World's Madness. Um, he's got a little while to go on his Kickstarter here. He's got kind of a crazy story. I mean, he's he's written about, I think it's five books in this series. I'm pretty sure I read that earlier. Yep, it, um, it, 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 it's five books in the series. Now. And this is the sixth one, right? Uh, yes. Okay, so he's making a Kickstarter for the sixth book in a series where he takes the old biblical world and combines it with zombies. So you're talking Middle East, 1160 B.C., Second century Rome. I mean, it's it's really cool. Uh, it's it's kind of along the lines of what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago with uh, where do you go with zombie movies? You know, right. And uh, now, I mean, I I haven't read any of these books yet. Now they are on my kind of queue list to make sure I try and read because they seem he seems to know what he's doing here. Hmm. So um, 
Is this are either of us uh, familiar with this author and his work, or is it just? I I am not. I actually found this Kickstarter thanks to our former interviewer interviewee uh, Sean Munger. He tweeted this the other day, oh. and I was like, ah, another zombie story that takes place in a different time period. So I found it interesting. I like that time, like that time period where the Bible takes place, like the Old and New Testament. So I think, I think it's it's ripe for sort of adding the zombie mythos to it, like because um, again, it goes back to when we talked on that episode about um, not having guns, which yeah. zombies are just so oversaturated with, like, well, I'll just pick up a sniper rifle, we'll be safe. So it, it's really interesting when you take guns out of the equation. Yeah, I'm going to try and see if I can get my hands on a copy of one of his books to see see how he does. But seems like a pretty cool guy. I mean, he's got some uh, family issues he's very open about talking about here, too. Where he, his, he has a one-and-a-half-year-old daughter that um, <clears throat> has special needs. And, like, his previous books have helped, you know, coincide with the medical bills. And I think this guy seems like a pretty down-to-earth guy and definitely worthy of a, um, a backer if you're interested in backing a zombie um, Kickstarter project. Cool. So we'll see where it goes. Hopefully, we'll, I mean, we'll keep an eye on it. He's got about $1,000 of a $10,000 goal, but he's still got like a month yeah. and a half to go. This just started like in the last couple of days. So you heard we'll it. see here where first. it goes. Yes. So <clears throat> Lou put some news on here that's not directly zombie related, but I like it. Um, there's two, two news stories here. Um, one is woolly mammoth blood found in Siberia. And the other is frozen zombie plants from Little Ice Age revived after 400 years. I just want to play the Jurassic Park theme right now. Uh, no, <laughs> not that one. Now everyone's singing it. You're welcome. Yeah, I saw this article, and I know it's not directly zombie-related, but... Basically, they found a the most preserved woolly mammoth that they've ever found in the ice, and they took blood samples from it, and it was like the blood was still liquid. Yeah. That's mm. crazy. And then there's talk that they might use the DNA from the blood sample to do some kind of cloning. That's yeah. what they're talking about. They, they partnered up with South Korean scientists who are trying to seek to clone the mammoths. That's not good. <laughs> like, that should be great. <clears throat> all I kept thinking is, is this is how zombies get created. This is, we're going to start cloning. About. We're going to start cloning mammoths, and next thing you know, they're going to spread the zombie disease or something. Even uh, worse is zombie mammoths. Have you even thought of the consequences? <laughs> yeah, but it's in Siberia. <laughs> zombie mammoths. They look. If this guy could cross the uh, the ocean, he probably wouldn't be dead right now. <laughs> Ouch. Well, there's well, also <clears throat> with like the frozen zombie plants coming back. It's it's like we're asking for it. It's like how every zombie horror movie starts, like some sort of scientist doing something, and then boom, zombie outbreak because he couldn't keep his zombie project contained. This is we're we're in we're done for zombie mammoths. Zombie mammoths and zombie plants. You realize they're not trying to bring back the corpse they found. They're trying to just clone and make a a mammoth. Not, it's gonna happen. Yes, but they're not trying to bring back. It's not as. <laughs> never mind. Evidently. One of these zombie plants release something into the air because they're 400 years old. And one of... Here you go. Right here. Theory. 
<clears throat> okay, plants. Sit down. Sit down. Story time. I everyone am sitting. Get, everyone gather around. What if during the Ice Age, everyone and everything died because the plants emitted a plague which caused everything to go undead until they ate each other and then froze? Oh, God. And now we're bringing those plants back, ladies and gentlemen. If you've learned nothing from this show, you've learned that we're all screwed. Zombies are dead. <laughs> That's probably the best thing you've ever said. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so positive. Yeah. If yeah. you're listening to this, if you can hear the sound of my voice, you're screwed. Get out while you can. Bugo bag ain't gonna save nobody. <laughs> Again with the bug bag. Um so anyway, I know they're not directly zombie-related, but let's just keep an eye on these news stories, make sure we're not getting anywhere we shouldn't be getting with these clones of zombie mammoths. What if the zombie, what if the mammoth was a zombie, and then we cloned it, and then we cloned a mammoth zombie, Ryan? Oh, that's your theory. That makes much more sense. That's well, <laughs> also, another interesting thing about the article that I think is worth noting is they say one of the reasons why they were able to get more liquid blood out of the specimen is because there was some kind of natural antifreeze in the bloodstream. Well, yeah, because um, it's... Why it's... was there antifreeze of any kind in the bloodstream of <laughs> the mammoth? Well, it's because it, 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 it's it, like it's a natural antifreeze because they were woolly mammoths in the Arctic, so they had to have some sort of... I don't know if this exists now in animals that live up north, but like... Yeah, I mean, some would argue that some Canadians have antifreeze in their blood. <laughs> it's like, it's not cold out here. It's only minus 30. Uh, no, that's not true. Minus 30, which would be uh, minus like, 168 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, no, that's not even close. Not close. <clears throat> um, I've been watching Fringe a lot lately. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Fringe. Oh, uh, yes. Yep. Everything that happens now, I'm like, because of that scientist. Zombies everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, we've ruined you. You you have. Fringe has ruined me. All right, let's bring it into a little bit of a lighter subject. <clears throat> Not really. Um, remember a while back we had the Miami zombie who ate someone's face off? Right. Face off. This started the whole bath salts epidemic. Yes. Yeah, it was right around that time. And um, uh, we, have a, we have a follow-up story from The Girlfriend who said that they um, may have had a voodoo spell that made him chew a man's face off. Uh, <laughs> you can't make this crap up. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> um, so it wasn't the drugs that he was on. It was the voodoo zombie spell that made him eat someone's face. Um, this article is very long, and it basically states that um, she was living with this guy. He went out early in the morning. All of a sudden, he told her his car broke down. He'd be back later. And then he ate someone's face. So... <clears throat> What do you think? I mean, bath salts or voodoo spell? <laughs> uh, again. Think... Sorry, Lou. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go well, ahead. Go ahead. Bye. I was just going to say, like, once again, reminding our listeners that drugs are bad. And, uh... <laughs> and if you don't, if you're going to do them, do them at home. Right, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> not bath salts. We're right. not going to get into, like, classifying what <laughs> drugs are good and what drugs are bad. But they're, this, specifically bath salts, like... I don't know how you can say it's voodoo or whatever when they found that he had this drug in his system and it's been proven to drive people crazy. So, I mean, yes. 
basalt don't i don't care he could be the nicest person ever but when you take drugs that that make you hallucinate and and screw with your mind you can't say oh he's a nice guy before he ate that guy's face you know it's just it's drugs (laughs) man drugs are bad it's not voodoo Uh, yeah are you guys gonna seriously argue (laughs) <laughs> I was gonna say, I think somebody's looking for their fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah. How can we, or how can we get our our boyfriend off of uh, death row? Let's claim he was under voodoo. <laughs> yeah, I. It just it depresses me because it, I don't know. Like the bath salt was bad enough. You don't need to add on a voodoo zombie curse to top it all off. You know. Like, there's no combination of voodoo, zombie, spell, slash bath salts that make people turn into zombies. It's just bath salts, right? I mean, maybe. Is, is he dead, the the guy? Yeah, he's dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because the police the shot, shot him. him, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, you know what, though? You do never know. Maybe there was a voodoo spell, and maybe it combined with the bath salts in a way. I'm just saying. Listen, kids. Don't do voodoo and bath salts at the same time. You know what? Don't. It's bad for you. Yeah, you just don't do them in general. <laughs> what about voodoo? Can I do voodoo? You could try. You could okay. try. You could try, but be prepared to pay the price. Well, <laughs> what voodoo well, would glad, you do? I'm, would you do voodoo? <laughs> I would do voodoo. Voodoo, that voodoo. voodoo that you do? Okay, everyone, <laughs> stop go. listening at this point. All right. Well, I'm glad we got some closure to the zombie story, and maybe we got a few more answers or another mystery solved. But um, that's going to do it for this uh, news-filled episode of Zombies Ate My Podcast. Uh, Ryan, why don't you tell people where they can find us? Yeah, a little quick weekend episode. Uh, you can find us at zombiesatemypodcast.com. You'll find all our shows there. Also, a couple social links. You can email us, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at Zombies Podcast. We're over on the Facebooks. Give us a like, facebook.com slash zombies ate my podcast um as for our host you can find myself at r murphy on twitter lou at busy zombie lord and bob at bobbert f and just a quick shout out to joel duggan for the artwork on our website he did our fantastic itunes art as well find more about him at joelduggan.com joelduggan.com indeed and uh maybe some zombies ate my podcast related things coming out soon in the pipes right Ooh, them pipes are working and there's something in there Thank God for that. (laughs) Well, for myself, for Ryan Murphy, and for the busy zombie lord himself, Mr. Lou Page, this has been Zombies Ate My Podcast, and thank you for listening. And, um, I, sorry, I have, um, a joke. The last one from, from, from Edwin. Um... Where do you go to buy zombies? I don't know. The uh, zombie mart? Zaymart. Dead bank? Dead bank. Oh, that's a good one. The monster? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like that one. That is all the jokes we have from Edwin, so be prepared, everyone. My own jokes are coming soon, unless you email the show. Oh, please. <laughs> email us. Everyone knows I'm a huge movie buff. And just really buff in general, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. I'm a buff house. I'm mighty, mighty. <laughs> Letting it all hang out. You like, you like what I did there? And again, no rush. We're not rushing. All right, so I don't have to talk wicked fast. But we have to be done by two. No, okay, I'm, go. I'm, I'm kidding. Like the zombies in my podcast.
Welcome to my thunderstorm. <laughs> Bitch.